0: Introduction Welcome to The Catcher in the Rye, a reader's guide to the J.D. Salinger novel. This guide will add to your understanding of the book and get you thinking about its deeper dimensions. We will examine it from a variety of angles, and this will be beneficial whether you are totally new to the book or have already familiarized yourself with the text. The Catcher in the Rye has been a bestseller for over 60 years now. Something about it has touched a chord with readers, especially young people. We'll try to find out what its appeal is in this guide. Let's begin our study by looking at the author, J.D. Salinger. Author. Jerome David Salinger was born in New York City on January 1, 1919. He was raised Jewish, but would later learn that his mother wasn't actually Jewish. He published in school newspapers growing up and was socially active in numerous clubs. After high school, he began college at NYU, but soon dropped out. He tried to make it in the meatpacking industry, even going to Austria for the business, but he quickly returned just before the Nazis annexed Austria. He began college once more in Pennsylvania, and again dropped out. He continued writing, however, and took a writing class at Columbia University. He had his first story professionally published in Story Magazine in 1940. He would submit stories to the new yorker and finally had slight rebellion off madison accepted but because of the war references it was not published until 1946 it featured the character of holden caulfield later the narrator in the catcher in the rye in 1942 salinger was drafted and served active duty during several major battles while in europe he arranged to meet ernest hemingway whom he respected Hemingway saw great promise in the young writer and encouraged him. Salinger continued to write and submit stories during the war, but he suffered a great deal of traumatic stress. When the war ended, he married a German woman and returned with her to the U.S. The marriage failed after eight months, and she returned to Germany. Salinger tried to have a book of stories published at this time, but the deal fell through. He continued to write and publish and with the publication in the New Yorker of A Perfect Day for Banana Fish, he secured a contract with the magazine that gave them first rights to publish his stories. He would release short works mainly through them for the remainder of his career. The story would mark the first appearance of the Glass family, and Salinger would use them in numerous other stories. About this time, he also took a strong interest in Zen Buddhism. It would be the first of many schools of thought to interest him. He would take his practices very seriously and often encourage or force others close to him to adhere to his systems. In an attempt to secure more money, Salinger sold the film rights of a story to Hollywood and they turned it into My Foolish Heart. He hated the film and vowed to never have one of his works mutilated in that way again. In the late forties, Salinger began work on his first novel, The Catcher in the Rye, It featured Holden Caulfield from his earlier story and was a semi-autobiographical tale of a disaffected youth. It would be published in 1951 to enormous success, earning critical acclaim, banned in some countries and schools, and still selling about 250,000 copies a year to this day. A second book followed in 1955, Nine Stories, collecting a variety of material. It was also successful. Salinger's growing fame was unwelcome, and he moved from New York to New Hampshire and began to live a more reclusive lifestyle, also publishing less. He married in 1955 and had two children before divorcing in 1967. He would publish his two final books in the early 1960s, Franny and Zoe and Raise High the Roof Beam, Carpenters and Seymour, An Introduction. His final published work was a novella in 1965. Salinger's home life is reported as being regimented and peculiar. It's hard to say how accurate these descriptions are. They mainly come from writer Joyce Maynard, who had a nine-month relationship with Salinger in 1972 when she was 18 and he was 53, and his daughter Margaret Salinger. Scrutiny in the reclusive author didn't abate. His son would denounce the viewpoint told by Salinger's daughter in her memoir, leaving many questions unanswered.